100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. What a Sunday it was as the New Orleans Saints did their absolute best to try to make sure that you were, (laughs) I don't know, um, you know, uh, testing that heart rate already and how that cardio was going to help you the rest of the way. Winston on first and goal to the end zone. Touchdown, Michael Thomas. What precision by the New Orleans Saints during that quick drive. Winston rolling right, he throws, it is caught by Olave. First and goal from the Atlanta nine. Winston throws, end zone, touchdown! It's Thomas again! Will Lutz from 51 to give New Orleans the lead. It is good. It was good. And, of course, though, as you saw, the Falcons still had time. Somehow, some way, had a chance. It was a 63-yarder, that said. But it was still a chance, thanks to Marshawn Lattimore. What are you doing? From 63 yards out, it was blocked. Yeah, it was blocked. At least. Anyway, um, whew. Hey, Saints win at the end of the day. That's all that really matters, right? 27 to 26 is the way that it comes down. It was not the game that many expected. It was the final, I guess, couple of minutes in the fourth quarter of what we thought that game could and would have been. Bottom line, we got a lot to get into. You'll hear from Dennis Allen. You'll also hear from Jameis Winston, of course, Jarvis Landry. And you also have to hear from the Atlanta side of things. Things are not going well over there. It's the best way I can put it. Not going well over there, especially since, you know, really, they uh, they, they were all excited. They really were. Look, I, I know that the graph said that it was going to be one of those things where it was going to be for them the Super Bowl. Well, I, I get it, and, and maybe that's what it was. But they were not happy, <laughs> to say the least. We will play a lot of things and reasons as to why he's not happy. Arthur Smith, it is what it is. Had a lot of fun, though, in that game, especially there at the end and watching all those different aspects of it. You know the question of the day, and it's the way to get into it. 800-998-1003. At ESPN Radio, Nola is the question of the day. Uh, it will get to the professor here in a quick second. But... Look, I, I just think when you look at this game, there's so many things to look at. Obviously, what happened in that first half? What happened most of that game? Line play from one side to another. It was, um, yeah, I don't know. Like Again, lot to unpack in this game. I can't wait to hear from you, Saints fans. I said this a couple weeks ago. You guys asked me about the team. and, and uh, Look, our team is tough and gritty. 
And that's what I love about them. And that's exactly the way they played in this game tonight. It wasn't perfect. There's a ton of things that we got to get cleaned up. I told them all in there, look, enjoy the win, but have tough skin tomorrow. Um, because we're not going to win a lot of games playing the way that we did today. We're going to have to play a lot better um, if we expect to be the type of team that we think we can be. And so, um, but I'm proud of the way that they fought. They competed all the way to the end. We got a little something going when we got into a little bit more of a two-minute type of mode uh, with the offense and got a little rhythm going. So, so look, I'm happy that we won the game. Um, a lot of things that we got to cl- get cleaned up and uh, – get back to work tomorrow and see if we can't get them cleaned up. So when do we start to really unpack this game? And I, and I think you just start with the fact that you found a way to win. Look, the Falcons are going to Falcons, and believe me, 28-3 to was a number that we consistently love to bring up to Atlanta fans, and we're always now going to bring up 26-10, to 11 minutes and some change to go in the ball game. Here, here's... I guess the thing that I take the most out of that, and you heard Dennis Allen talk about the grid and finding a way to win. You heard it all up and down the locker room in the post game as well, and we'll get to that here in a quick sec. They all talked about the resiliency. They all talked about being able to do that. So first and foremost of the three things that really stood out to me, hey, you found a way to win. Whether it's, hey, you woke up, hey, you actually made a block, hey, you made the adjustment, whatever it is, you found a way to walk out of there with the victory. Would you have liked it to have been a lot easier? Would you like it to have been beating? Absolutely. I would have loved that. End of the day, did you get the win? There were some upsets yesterday in the NFL. Some teams didn't play to their capability. Others did. Look, again, one of those games that was talked about as an upset special with the Steelers and, and the Bengals, Joe Burrow was sacked seven times and had, what, three interceptions in that game. Oh, by the way, Zach Taylor, you're on the hot list. Hot seat. Sean, go look up there. That's terrible. You can't have that guy that took a beating last year get sacked seven times again this year. Stop it with the Steelers are good defense. I mean, that's literally the most important person you need to protect, and it was an issue last year in your first game seven. Now, I understand what I'm saying because Jameis Winston here in New Orleans or in Atlanta was sacked four times. And we're going to get to that line play because that's the second take that you take out of this game, right? It was. I mean, Arthur Smith at the end of the game and afterwards, he was bitter. Oh, was he bitter. But, you know, he was right. They manhandled the Saints offensive and defensive line. On defense, they couldn't stop the run. They got no pressure. And on the offensive side, essentially for two-thirds of that game, they couldn't block anybody. Now, Jameis said afterwards, the really only big difference was where they thought the pressure was coming. They didn't. So they had a, you know, an adjustment or they had a a little wrinkle in that game plan where the Saints weren't expecting, and it took them a while to figure it out. Falcons also gave that game away. That's my third take out of that. That should have been a win for them, right? That could be that third take. At the end of the day, though, you got to make the plays. And the Saints did. Saints did. Right? They took the ball away when they needed to. The turnover with the ball being punched out on Marietta. And then you're looking at also the Pete Werner one, even though it didn't result in points. They found ways to get stops. Another for the Saints to be able to score and make that a game. 
and have a possible tie game with the two-point conversion, which that was an interesting play. Wildcat to Ingram. Anyway, um, you, you had to get stops. So the Saints did get enough stops in order to give the offense the chances to do that. Well, again, wasn't pretty. Found a way. Arthur Smith after the game. Can we, can we protect? Can we run the football on a defense that was supposed to be uh, the steel curtain in the 85 Bears front? That's what I wanted to see. The challenge is can we come up and manhandle that front, which is one of the better fronts in football. And so we'll get another shot on down in New Orleans, and we can't wait. So write whatever you all want. The same guys that you guys ranked as 45th, you buried us in May. Bury us again. We don't care. We'll get back to work. Thank you. There it is. That was at the end of the press conference. He was bitter. He was bitter all game. I mean, all afterwards, correcting pronunciations. Is that Mariota's uh, ability Mariota? to Mariota's ability to? <laughs> One more. I mean, I didn't see fatigue. Uh, I mean, I thought, again, I thought we uh, handled the lines of scrimmage well. And uh, obviously they made plays down the end, and we didn't. Yeah, real shame. Everything went going to plan except. Offensively, is that what you wanted things to look like for the most part? For the most part, other than the turnover in the red zone, we had two fumbles, I believe. Yeah. OZ, um, the one on the on the, uh, on the on explosive, and then obviously uh, Marcus got the first down, uh, trying to give himself up, and got a good job, knocked the ball out, um, and then we, you know the penalty down the low one, uh, you know that one bothers me. Yeah, exactly. Everything went well except for the things that didn't go well. What? One more? Just one more? Decision um, on uh, the play caught third down, the bobble, and then the fourth down. Oh, yeah, decision, I mean, the, punt the play caught, the play never developed. Yeah. So, quarterback center exchange, mm-hmm. under center. So, it it, it happened. Uh, obviously, we'd love to have that back, but it is what. Yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. Uh, they didn't make the plays to win. The Saints did. So, I, I think those are the, the three things I took away out of that. Good teams find ways to win. Hey. Found a way. I, I found a way. It absolutely was a day you shouldn't have won. It found a way. Secondly, I, I think the, the guys that made had to make plays did. And, you know, Jameis Winston was one of those players that made plays. Michael Thomas making plays. Jarvis Landry with that catch on the sideline. Believe me, I know we, we're going to get into the what are you doing stopping the ball and all of that and throwing it down. It, it was um, – that was crazy. Dennis Allen said he thought it was still in bounds. I, I thought there was in bounds, too. Everyone in the stadium is running to, you know, clock the ball. Apparently, they ruled it out of bounds. Again, I, I didn't see the hands up. I didn't hear the whistles that it was a stoppage of play. It, it was very odd. And then Jameis Winston with the brain fart on third down to clock the ball. I mean, you, you could have let that clock run all the way if you were going to kick a 50-plus yarder for Will Lutz and, you know, spike it with two seconds. Atlanta would have never even had a chance to run plays. Marshall Lattimore wouldn't have had a chance to, you know, shove somebody and get a 15-yarder. Literally, Jameis Winston could have just waited and let the clock keep running. And then, I, again, that was – it was just one of those games he found a way. Found a way. 800-998-1003. Want to hear from you, Uncle Earl. What you got for us, sir? Hey, Goose. How you doing on this Monday, brother? Doing well, man. How are you? Good. Hey, Goose. Uh, look, we stole that game, man. It, it, I, I, well, I'm glad we won. I mean, that was a hell of a comeback and all, man. But uh, this is the thing, man. 
uh, we were getting out beat physical, and, and, and that's that, yeah. that was disturbing a little bit. Atlanta seemed like they wanted it a little more, a little bit. I'm pretty much just as bad. You know, when we was coming in there, it was just it seemed like look, we were getting out coached. I don't know how you felt about that. I think we were getting out coached for three quarters of that game, mm-hmm. or most of the, most of the ball game we were out coached. And and uh, what the hell is Roby? Man, Roby was getting toasted all game. I mean, we we got to we got to fix some things. Right. There's a, there's a lot of fixing to do. The, um, I think Pete Warner had a, a hell of a game. Good, good thing because Demario, I don't think he had a good game. And Tyro, just, just hey, goes to me. I don't know if you felt this. It seemed like we were lost a little bit in the secondary, huh? In the linebacker. I mean, it just seemed. And, and, and I told you this, and, and the get go with the mobile and the RPOs, man. The first play of the game, Mariota got 15 yards. Yeah. I, I don't know how much film we got to watch, man. It well, just seemed like we I, cannot stop that damn RPO game. I think. And here's the thing, too, right? Because I was talking about this yesterday when I was watching the game with Raphael and Chef Scotty. And, you know, Pete Warner, 13 tackles, 12 solo, one tackle for Hell us. Yeah. All the way around the ball and stuff. I, I don't know if it was the speed that wasn't there. But first and foremost, I, I, like, I circled at the end of that game. Like, where was the right defensive end, you know, for this team for most of this game? Davenport, Turner, oh, Turner yeah. got the block on the 63-yarder. So, nice play by him to be able to do that. But... You just look at that game and, you know, and again, credit the Falcons, good game plan, moving him around, going left, going right, kind of running right at it. The interior of this line, you know, it, it hurt them. Now, I know Chef Scotty was, you know, he was blue in the face. You know, this is where you miss CD News. I don't know if a nickelback would have been able to stop that as much. That's a guy that likes to play the run, has that energy and physicalness because the Falcons, as the graph said, they played like it was their Super Bowl. There's no doubt. That said, I think Paulson Adebo not playing was was a loss out of there. The miscommunication or maybe the lack thereof between the two safeties there is new there. And, look, I'm not throwing this as an excuse or anything. You're going to hear it, especially when I play Will Lutz coming back. Remember I told you last week you heard Winston sniffling on Wednesday. Remember Matthew missed practice on Friday, said illness, a couple other players. I don't know what it is that's going on, but maybe that team was sick. I mean, you listen to a lot of the post-game sound. There's a lot of clearing the throats and hoarse-sounding people. So maybe it took a while for that energy to get going and um, for his team to, to, to get it uh, to where they needed hey, to play. Hey. But, you know, I mean, look, hey, Dennis Allen said it. They, they got a lot to clean up, no doubt. Oh, yeah, Goose. Atlanta had 600 yards of offense. I can't even remember the last time they ever they had over 200 yards rushing, man. And and it, and it seemed like Patterson. I mean, they just gave him the ball up the middle. And don't and look, don't let me start on on Ruiz. What the hell is he doing? It's, I mean, uh, can, can we get somebody else? Gus, he was getting beat all game by a, a team that. I mean, what's going to happen when we, when we play Tampa like a real good defense? I mean. I mean, well, I'm happy we got the win, but, man, we got some cleaning up to, to do. Get, Gus, what can we do with Ruiz? Do you, do you have a problem with that? Well, you can't do much right now. I mean, they coached them up, tried to get them better. The offensive line is something we're absolutely going to discuss here on today's show. I mean, that, that cannot happen. That happens. You saw the game last night with Tampa and Dallas. That's going to be a repeat performance. I mean, your quarterback cannot be running for his life the entire game like Jameis Winston was. I mean, I 
you know, I even saw T-Bob tweeted the offensive line play in the state of Louisiana right now. So it's suspect at best. Thank you, Uncle Earl, man. Oh. Got to get to the break, though. It is hey, what folks, it is. I'm glad, yeah. we had, I'm glad we got to win, man. Always a great show, buddy. Yep, for sure. 800-998-1003 in the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. Are you ready for week two of Thursday night football? Last week's game, uh, you know. I mean, look, if you're a Saints fan, you loved watching the Rams get their skulls get beat. Right? It was fun. Week two, got you covered if you have the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You know the official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you haven't done it, that means you're a new customer. We'll bet $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly, plus early win promotion. That's what this is called. Everyone, new customers, existing customers, simple. L.A., Kansas City. Ooh, did you see the Chiefs yesterday? Goodness. If your team leads by seven at any point in the game, you bet on L.A., you bet on KC, to lead by seven at any point, you get paid instantly. I don't know about you, but I would probably bet on KC to lead at seven by seven at one point. The second it happens, you get paid instantly. Also, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code LaRose. That's where our station is. To get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code LaRose. DraftKings Sportsbook for week two, Thursday night football. More of your phone calls and, of course, our question of the day where you come back to Sport Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. It's football season, and it's your chance to score big. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota, and Homa. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota, and Homa. The time is now to enjoy two years free maintenance with every new Toyota. And low APR options on several models. Shop truckloads of new Toyotas online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Or at the store. And we want your trade. So check out the winning team. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg's got the deals. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. Water safety tips from Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use, as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. 
you get a feel. Like it, it, when you when you playing against a division opponent, obviously they did a great job uh, self scouting themselves out. We had some things that that we uh, thought that was going to come that didn't. That they did did the opposite, right? So we uh, just got to continue to prepare. Uh, continue to get better, and uh, man, I'm just happy with the resilience that our team possessed uh, in, a, in a continuous fight. We never gave up, and we uh, just kept battling. Winston finished 20, 23 of 34, 269, two touchdowns, no interceptions, four sacks, and look, again, I, I thought battled. He, he got hit, hurt somehow. We saw him go into that injury tent afterwards in, in the postgame interview for Fox. He was asked about you look like you were in pain. What was the pain? And he just says, pain all the way around. I'll try to play that for you here in a little bit. But he didn't say what it was. You could see him walking gingerly away after the two-point play to Lave. It didn't affect his throws, whatever it was that, that affected him as to why he went in the injury tent. But he made the plays and the throws when he needed to when he had time. The guy had no time. And you know what? I'm only going to mention it once, maybe twice, maybe three times. But goodness gracious, Saints fans. I mean, I felt like I was watching the LSU game all over again. What in a bench, Jaden Daniels put in uh, Smyre. The amount of people that wanted Andy Dalton in in the first quarter, I, I, he had no time. <laughs> Are you watching the same game I am? Hut, run for your life. I mean, goodness. You got to give it time. My goodness. And here's the other thing. If he throws the football and gets rid of it, because I saw a lot of that too, was holding on to the ball too long. And then he throws an interception, you're the first one to say, see, there he is, making bad decisions. Maybe some of those sacks, he took them. But most of those sacks, he had no time. Hard to get in rhythm when it's hut, uh-oh. Hard to make completions when it's hut, oh bleep. That's literally what was happening. Especially the left side. You know what? We, we always ask for game balls, pats on the back, and who needs to have a seat next to coach. About the entire offensive line, especially the left side of the offensive line, you're running stairs today. Te- that was terrible. Terrible. And you could say they're stunting, they're blitzing, they're doing that. That's fine. But a lot of that was losing one-on-one battles. Jonathan Bilma on color was dead accurate. They were just getting their butts handed to them. You gotta block better. You gotta be able to beat the guy in front of you. Period. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. David, you're on hold. This better not be who I think it is. Roy, is this you? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? You get thirty seconds. I, I, I'm not in the nah, room. No, no. You got thirty seconds. Go. Clock is no, running. No. Thirty seconds. Twenty nine. Thirty seconds. Twenty eight. 27, 26. I mean, I don't even want to hear it. I mean, Tyreek Hill had to re-intercept your Tua pass, and you're going to act like it's the greatest one ever. You're down to 15 seconds. Go. Stop. Go. Last time we talked, you, you said, you said I don't want to hear no a win's a win if, you, mm-hmm. if y'all barely won. And obviously, it, it was y'all that barely win's won, win. not us. Well, a win's a nah, win, though, isn't it? No, it oh, oh, we want to know. No. We want to know. <laughs> And we want to know too, but we want to right, we well, want to convince the fashion. Just we like the Dolphins. And, Just like the and Dolphins. Y'all and look, no, y'all defense is bad. Y'all gave up over 200 yards rushing. Y'all gave up over 600 yards total. So it's like, it's like y'all lucked out. Y'all lucked out. Mm-hmm. And y'all, and y'all, you know, Atlanta was doing Atlanta thing. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta need, need to be up by 40 for them to win the game. They were doing Atlanta.
But um, he right. did a thing in the fourth well, quarter. Uh, okay. per, the first three quarters, I don't know what was going on. But uh, he did his thing in the fourth quarter. But um, that's just y'all, probably y'all only win for the next six games. That, that's so, it, huh? No, no, okay, that's it. That's all the time we got for Roy. Go enjoy your 1-0. Congratulations, Tyreek Hill, also playing defensive back when two was trying to throw. That was a pick, by the way. That was a pick. It was a jump ball. Oh, it was that's, a jump that's, ball. that's a play. That's a play in the play sheet. Mike McDaniels had no, it circled. Throw a jump ball to your receiver. That's but, 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 but you – you talking about that one play, but what about the play where he uh, it was fourth and seven? I didn't see it because that, that's the only highlight they kept showing was the almost no, interception. No. Yeah, exactly. No, because you, you didn't want to see it. It's not okay, you didn't see it. You didn't I, see I, it. I'm going to go talk to Saints fans now. Can I go talk to Saints fans now? Go Bucks. All right. Go I'll see you later. I heard you with your go Bucks. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Roy, Miami Dolphins super fan, the greatest 20-7 to victory ever. In the history of the Dolphins. David, what you got for me today, man? Give me a <laughs> ball, pat on the back, and who needs to have a seat next to coach other than the offensive line? Oh, my God. I was, I'm sorry, Greg. Uh, I was too busy laughing at the previous call of Roy. Uh, <clears throat> wow. I'm going to just put it to you like this. But Roy, as long as two of them are new as quarterback for Miami, they won't, play, they won't be in the playoffs. Play Enjoy your one win. For any of you, glad uh, we got the win Sunday. A team that just wasn't in sync. Like just, it just, it, it was a bleep show for a while. I mean, it just like it was, it was almost like that phrase here, like kind of wake up and kind of get going. And once they did, you saw that talent kind of took over. Look, the the knee made the stops. You saw the punch outs of the ball causing those turnovers. You, you kind of yeah. saw that. But look to your point, you know, it's one of those things that that Jameis actually even said after the game. He you know, brought up the fact that, that was one of his fears that, you know, you, and I saw some people on Twitter, I think it was Nick Underhill and a couple of others. You have a lot of guys that didn't take a lot of snaps in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you're, you're out there live bullet and you're facing the team that absolutely brought it, was ready, knew their game plan. 
then it was a high percentage, low risk game plan. I mean, you're you're to your point. You're moving the quarterback left, and you're moving the quarterback right. You're handing it off, you know, up the middle. I mean, your your throws are off of play action. Like it really wasn't a very high risk sort of thing. And yeah. they, you know, it took the the Saints a while to match it, David. You know, I I guess all you can say is at least they they figured it out at some point. But they do that against Tampa next week. It's not going to be pretty. Well, hopefully they they will work on it. Um, I, I hope that the uh, communication issues and recognizing where the pressure is coming from will be worked out. Um, I will say this though: when we, like you said, when James Winston had time at the end of the last couple of drives, Dude, you see what the, you Dots. see what he can do. Yeah, exactly. He went four for four. Yeah. Then the next drive, he went. I think he only threw one incompletion. The next mm-hmm. drive, those two touchdown passes, those two drives that he threw touchdown passes to Michael Thomas. We see what Winston can do. There's no need for Andy Dalton to come into the game because Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton would have done no better if he had time. So, like I said, you, you, you know, got to give it some time. And I'm telling you, if that guy just starts rearing it back and throwing it under pressure and he throws picks, then those same people are going to be like, aha, see, I told you so. Anyway, yeah, thank right. you, David. I want to get to one angry midget before I hit the bottom of the hour and bring in the graph. Thank you for the phone call, though. Appreciate it. One angry midget, thanks for giving us a call here in the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. How are you? Hello, sir. And it's always a pleasure to uh, proceed the graph because I'm on the graph train. <laughs> okay. Never have I ever really rooted against the Dolphins unless they were playing the Saints. But now, I hope the Dolphins lose everything. Everything. I hope they get parking tickets. I hope that their milk spoils. I hope whatever can go wrong for the Dolphins goes wrong. Simply because of Roy. Good job, Roy. You're creating a lot of friends around us. I have an uncle. I have an uncle that lives literally 15, I don't even know, 15 minutes with traffic right there in Hialeah Gardens. I mean, like. They're right down the street from the Hard Rock Stadium, and yeah, it just I get a I get a you know a taste in my mouth when I hear. That. <laughs> One thing I wanted to point out, and you actually already touched on it, is is a lot of people were poo pooing on Jameis, and and I get it, the frustration, but I saw a lot of maturity because he did take some sacks, but he ate the ball, and Jameis three years ago was throwing those balls up, and it was a wing and a prayer, and I'll take a sack over a turnover every day of the week. And so what I saw was a team that was out of sync and Jameis taking the lick. He was taking the L instead of throwing up interceptions. And that's a huge improvement. You know, I mean, along the lines the that you were saying, one angry major too, there was, a, there, there was a, a moment in that game, too, at the end, in a third quarter or something, even the broadcast just brought it up. I think Albert and Vilma were mentioning it. And you see P. Carmichael. Trying to show him the the Windows tablet, and he's like, Mm-mm, "I don't want to." Like, <laughs> and Vilma's like, "You know, he didn't even want to see with the player now." And you hear him afterwards; he's like, "I know what's happening. We just got to get it done." And that's what he was saying. You hear him here in a second, where he talks about what finally got going and what you know what was happening was it wasn't even a game plan. It was just literally we just you know what what jump started. I think this is it. Listen, we knew we were passing the ball. Right, so uh, we, we knew we were passing the ball, so just the approach to, like, hey, like, boom, 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 like, here we go, boom, 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 here we go. So you get into that rhythm of knowing, like, hey, these these are where my completions at, these are where my matchups at, and you just go like that. It's not no game plan in ball, like, hey, this is the defense that we're going to get, let's go and play. Yeah, so, again, I, I think that's one of those things where you're expecting this kind of defense, you know the play is going to be called for, it, and, and then, you know, you go out and execute. But it, it it's crazy to see how it just changed like that, didn't it? 
Well, and, and it was nice to, to be on the receiving end um, and playing that poorly and, and getting a yeah. W because you have plenty of learning opportunities and you, oh. you didn't pay the ultimate price. Uh, he was off time uh, with Michael Thomas quite a lot uh, early on, yeah. but you saw that progression. And I'll take making the right read every time. And I didn't see a, a bad read mm-hmm. the whole game. The whole game. And that was Drew Brees' strength. Right. He didn't make bad reads. That's all I got, Gus. All right, my man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it so much. 800-998-1003. We'll keep the phone lines open right after we talk with Graf. Rafael Esparza, 115. We'll go through a wild weekend in college. I haven't even got to that yet. And then also in the NFL, a couple of upsets and his thoughts on some of those games as well. Marlon Favre, does, does he feel better about what his Tigers did back over on Saturday? 65-17, to 17, the Green Wave, 52 to nothing. They improved to 2-0. Nichols, yikes, 35-7. to 7. Tough start for Coach Reba. We'll speak with him tomorrow. They're 0-2. The Cajuns win 15 straight games now. 35 unanswered as they win 49-21 to 21 over Eastern Michigan. And SLU's 0-2. They lose on the road 42-9. to 9. We'll talk to Coach Selfo tomorrow as well. The graph next on ESPN New Orleans. just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, the Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849-6. Three seven three eight four nine. Hoorah! Thank you. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Improve fuel mileage with Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system can increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage. Get Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner starting at $9.99 and earn 10 times rewards points on your purchase. Get the most out of every gallon. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop O'ReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hangover with Gus Kattengau. You know, I have to do this. The Graf texted me this morning 
I had to look this up, and I did. So, Todd, first off, good afternoon. But before I welcome you officially. Maybe not so much. Todd Graffinini, voice of the Pelicans, but also covering the Saints for NewOrleansSaints.com. On the field yesterday, sir, apparently that song by a New Jersey artist <laughs> is not going over well. In that no, it's not, it's not my town. Um, yeah, that, whoever that rapper is is from New Jersey. Atlanta, I mean, they've, they've got some pretty solid rappers that you figured that they could have uh, gotten one that of them. That is the official hype song by the way that's their hype song yeah. oh no that it's getting crucified over there absolutely crucified but that's say often Gus. that's a them problem yeah um i i i didn't text you during the game at all i know smart. i know smart better. move you sent me the video well you know well before kickoff three hours before kickoff you walking on the field there's the selfie with you on the field and I can only imagine what your stomach must be. For people that don't know, you have stopped watching Saints Falcons games at bars. Like you just you have to watch them at home because of how you are towards them. <laughs> You're yeah, on the field yeah. in Atlanta. What yeah. was that like? I need to know what was that like, especially after the way that game started for you. Yeah, no, it was uh it was it was pretty cool. And again, during the most of the game, Gus, I was in the press box. So I wasn't okay. on the field the entire right. time. But as right. the uh game Continued on, I had, you know, locker room duties, and then you just kind of work your way down there before. So I was able to catch the, uh, you know, pretty much the last six, seven minutes down field level. So oh, it was wow. uh, it was pretty intense down there, and uh, it was very loud. I mean, it, yeah, I got I got to give it to the Falcon fans. They actually showed up uh, for the only game that they're going to show up all year, but they were there uh, in that game, and uh, it was it was a tremendous atmosphere. And of course, the Saints fans were very well represented. Uh, saw Saints jerseys all throughout the building, and uh, it was just <laughs> look, Gus. I talk, we talked about it on Friday. I mean, that's what these games are. They come down to the final drive. It doesn't matter who's better on paper. It's just just the way the rivalry is, and. You know, just to, to to be there for that Saints comeback was awesome. Um, but look, I, I think it's the perfect type of scenario for the Saints coaches right now. Because look, and you've been talking about it, they did not play well, and they know they didn't play well. But it's better to go over film after you win than obviously after a loss. So again, I think it's a perfect perfect case scenario because you got the W and according to Dennis Allen yesterday uh, in his post game, you know, there's better be some guys with thick skin today because I would imagine that they're being chewed out Mm -hmm. uh, watching film right now. So, but Hey, it's all about wins and losses in this league and the Saints are one and L and you, you know, who's are and one. I think one of the things that also stood out to me, too, and Jameis Winston spoke about it afterwards, that he, he was actually a little bit fearful of the fact that this was going to be the first game, the operation, and all. And look, I, I, I 
don't want to misconstrue it with, aha, you see, there was no, you know, I, I knew there was issues with Allen and Carmichael. No, it's just it's their first game doing it together in that, and, and, and it worked. And at the end of the day, Todd, good teams find a way to win, and they figured it out, and that's what you want. You, That's ingrained in my head from working with you so many years. You always say, figure it out. Good teams, figure it out. And you saw that. You said you were on the field for the, those last few drives. You saw this team before your eyes figure it out, and Winston finding Thomas, and you just felt that emotion, dude. And they looked faster. They looked together. That that had to be something else, dude. MT, we've seen it at practice. I mean, it, it the guy's just he's he's good. Yeah, no question. And look, I don't know what in the world happened when Jameis Winston went into the tent, <laughs> but I mean, he literally came out with, with in a Superman. It was like it was Clark Kent. He went in, he came out a Superman. He had one incompletion the rest of the ball game, uh, going 13-14, not, ac- not accounting for the for the two spikes at and the very, very end. Yeah. But, I mean, and, and look, I talked about this in the post game yesterday with Aaron Summers and John DeStazio on OrleansSaints.com. you got to understand, when they lined up it, offensively, Gus, in the first quarter, that was the first time in any type of game situation that all of your starters were out there at the same time. And, and that line included. I mean, you think of, like, Ryan Ramchek. He, he played sparingly uh, in the preseason. Mm-hmm. So, and you had guys kind of going in and out. All the, uh, James Hurst was, was injured uh, in the last half of the preseason. Didn't play against Green Bay. Didn't play uh, against Houston. Uh, excuse me, against the Chargers. And Michael Thomas didn't play in any preseason games. And remember, he missed three weeks after the Green Bay joint practices. We did not see him on the practice field until this past week. Mm -hmm. So you had guys being shuttled in and out, and it was the first time that they'd been on the field all at the same time together. What we did see, and obviously it was a struggle, Gus. I mean, we talked about it. Um, You know, Jameis did not have a whole lot of time to throw the ball. We weren't running the ball as effectively as I hoped we would. Uh, now, obviously, Taysom Hill did Taysom Hill things. Uh, I thought the game really flipped momentum after uh, Warner got that punch out on Zacchaeus, yeah. and we got the ball and got no points out of it as, as Will Lutz hit the left upright. I think the game flipped right then and there. Uh, I think you could, you could sense in the building that, you know, maybe – because when Taysom Hill scored and then you get the turnover, you're thinking yeah. – we're going to blow the doors off this team. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he hits the upright. They're thinking, well, maybe we got a chance. They go down and score. And, yeah. they and then you're in a dog control. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and then along those lines, it happened again. How many times has it happened again in a game, Todd, when you can look at it and circle and go, you know, we may come back to this and we'll circle back to it because Marcus Marietta, he has the first down. He continues to stay up. Ball gets punched. That's a fumble. Todd, that was a massive moment. I I was, you know, watching a game with people, and I was like, that's an FSU-like moment where, you know, it it was incredible. Here's what he had to say after the game. Yeah, honestly, I just lost track of where I was. I thought I needed a few more for a first down. Um, So I put my head down, not realizing that I already had it. Um, Looking back on that situation, wish I would have just gotten down, protected the ball. We would have another chance to score points. Yeah, so there it is. Yeah. Yeah, Gus, I tweeted at the time. I said that literally saved the game because 
at that point it's still a two-score game. And if they go in and score, which the way they were running the ball, it was just a formality, mm-hmm. it would have been 30-10, to 10, and that really would have been lights out. But that actually, even though the Saints didn't score points off that turnover, uh, but that punch out of Mariota, who, again, you know, we saw the good and bad of Marcus Mariota yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's able to do things with his legs. And we were talking about it on Friday, Gus. That was the fear going in. I mean, the, the read option, the zone read, is officially kryptonite to the Orleans Saints. I mean, we, we have not stopped Jalen Hurts in two years, right. and we saw what happened, you know, yesterday. Um, but Mariota brings that type of offense to the Falcons, but <laughs> the caveat is he fumbled twice yesterday, and both of the fumbles were absolutely huge. Crucial, yeah. He fumbled okay. in that third one. Yeah. Gus, if they get a first down there, the game That's is over. Game. Exactly it is right. over. Yeah. And he can't handle a snap. And, you know, you said good teams find ways to win, and I say it all the time, too. Bad teams <laughs> find ways to lose. <laughs> um, look, that, that, that's got to be a winning play. They have been running the ball down our throats the entire game. They had to get one yard. I mean, you got to give it to Cordero Patterson. He'll get you the, the one yard and the game's yeah. over. And the quarterback can't handle the snap. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to bad teams. Well, that's your Atlanta Falcons, by the way. Blame the media for Arthur Smith. Oh yeah, it's, it's the media's fault. Oh. Yeah, uh, Arthur Smith was a bit testy oh. after the game, well, with well, good reason. By the right? way, but you I don't know, blame Roy, the media because your quarterback can't handle well, a snap. Yeah, well, your favorite, you know, buddy brought it up. Two hundred one yards rushing. First, uh, Arthur on the snap miscue. Decision. Um, on uh, the play caught third down the bobble, and then the fourth down. Well, yeah, I mean, punt the play call, the play never developed. Yeah, <laughs> quarterback center exchange. Yeah. Under center. So, it, it, it happened. By the way. Uh, obviously, we'd yeah. love to have that it, back. No, it does. But it, <laughs> Coach, actually, it does not happen. Like, well, we, we saw it happen in the preseason here with our old pal Ian Book, and you know where yeah. he is right now. Right. Yeah. By the way, did you pronounce you know? Marcus's name right? If not, is that Mariota's uh, ability Mariota? to Mariota's ability. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, Coach Smith needs to worry about other things than how his uh, quarterback's name. Oh, he's ready. He uh, already apparently has the Saints game circled, by the way. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a handful well, of games before that happens, but he, he has that game circled on December 17th. That's that's a lot of, that's a lot of games before. There's a lot of football. A lot of football <laughs> in between those two. No, no look, Gus, um, again, the Saints are very, I mean, let's, let's be honest, the Saints yeah. are very fortunate that they won that oh. game, but a win is uh, much better than the alternative, as you well know, especially against your division rival. Uh, it has been just total meltdown over there today. It has been a pleasure to listen to their sports talk radio uh, because, again, they, they're counting their W. I mean, look, there's no way in the world the Falcons should have lost that game. No, no. There's no way. No. There's no way. I mean, yeah. again, greatest comeback, fourth quarter comeback in the history of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, it tops when Washington, right? Yep, Washington was 2017. That was 15 points now. But and here's the other thing too, Gus. You're down 16, so yeah, you get two touchdowns, two 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 point conversions, and you're tied. The Saints actually needed an extra possession to take the lead, and the Falcons got two first downs in that final possession before they punted it away. And of course, that's being second guessed right now. Also, <laughs> is that should they? Have- well, should they have gone for it on fourth and one after Mariota fumbled didn't. the ball? Yeah, I know. I, the way that Patterson was running the ball right. yeah. the entire game, 
Right. You know, and by, by the way, this is going to go unnoticed too. Taysom obviously had a great game uh, running the ball in the first half, but he got held on that punt. He was going to block that punt, and the the protector actually grabbed him, mm-hmm. which forced a holding call. So instead of the Saints starting that last drive on the 10, they started it on the 20. Mm. And the next play was the Jarvis Landry 40-yard catch. <sighs> which, by so, the way, I, mean, I still think he landed in bounds. I don't know why that was too. out of bounds. I do, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. And everybody on the sideline thought the same thing. <laughs> and <laughs> that's Imagine what everybody that. ran up got to the ball wrong. to clock it. Yeah. What a shock. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and by the way, and I know I know you've talked about Lattimore and the and the and the late hit at the end, but according to the clock, it said triple zero. They put time back on the clock <laughs> at the end. Just, so just for you, what, like, one what more in time. The world is going on around here. One more time. Oh yeah. Yep. No, you're not. <laughs> Is that the word? That there he is, New Jersey Zone. <laughs> yep, New Jersey Zone. I don't even know the guy's name. They transported a guy in for their hype video. Oh, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't. You had to be walking out with the biggest smile on your face yesterday. Uh, I tell you what, man, my heart was beating like a rabbit. Like an hour after the game was over, I could not believe it. Twenty-six to ten, good. and then you sent me the beautiful photo of you leaving the airport. Beautiful sunset. Of the yep. of the triple seven, bring you all home nice and yep. safe, sir. Soon we'll be 20, talking hoops, 20. man. Yep, I know. Actually, I was just watching the Pelicans work out just uh, just about fifteen twenty minutes ago. So okay. we're getting close, my man. We are getting close. Looking and, forward to uh, it. Yeah, twenty six to ten is the new twenty eight to three. I think t shirts and hats <laughs> are being made as we speak. Ty Graffinini, voice of the Pelicans. We'll talk to you soon, sir. Appreciate it. I did. All right, man, there he goes, Todd Graffinini. When we come back, we'll chime in with the professor, get his thoughts on the weekend, a wild weekend, especially when it comes to uh, college football. Quick breaks, the sports hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120-minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury recovery, lymphatic detox, pre- and postnatal, post-mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. 
Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. What would you say? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Great 988-1003. As we welcome in the professor. Sir, how are you today? Doing well, Goosey. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing real good, especially after the fact that it was a victory. You and I were texting during the game, after the game. It's incredible. You you mentioned uh, Mitch Trubisky several times. Uh, you know. <laughs> and I was like, he yeah, got the win. Hey, hey, he got the win. Some Saints fans would have traded for Mitch Trubisky based off of the first and second quarter. Uh, when you look at that, when you it's a quick peek, and we're going to go over it with Raphael in more detail, but. What stood out to you yesterday in the NFL when you take a look at the scores overall? Is there a game in particular that really stood out? Uh, how everybody had the Niners. That was me. Winning I told you. I told you. The Bears. Didn't I tell you? I told you that seven was way and, too much. Man, and it's not even – they didn't even – I mean, they didn't even come – like, the Bears won. Yeah. Like, that was the big takeaway for me is that, you know, there's this hype around Trey Lance and this hype around the San Francisco 49ers and what they're going to be able to do. And the Bears come out winning with the first-year coach and Justin Fields, like, power yeah. gliding through the rain. Uh, that and Dude. the Vikings basically shutting down the Packers. No, they spanked uh, Yeah, man. I mean, I guess all of that spanked. around Kirk Cousins Here. is, you know, yeah. warranted and, yeah. you know, Rodgers really doesn't have anything on his side. That that Detroit-Philly game was fun for me in, in that Detroit showed up, right? And right. they scored 14 in the fourth, held Philly scoreless. They had some fisticuffs in there, a late hit on Jalen Hurts uh, as he slid in. I mean, the swings were, you know, almost hit the referee. There's all kinds of stuff. I love it. That's the attitude that Dan Campbell's bringing. But legitimately, here's the thing to, to look at, and again, January 1st, I know a lot of people have that circled for C.D. Deuce facing the Saints. I have it circled because here he is again. Hurts, 243 in the air, 90 yards on the ground on 17 carries. Had a touchdown on the ground. That That's one of those dual threats, man, based on Mariota. What we saw yesterday, yikes. You know, I don't, I don't really uh, know if I'm looking forward to that. But I guess, thankfully, the next mobile quarterback is Arizona with Kyler Murray on October 20th. Then Lamar Jackson on December 7th. That you know that that I look at, you know, I guess Trey Lance maybe, but hopefully by then you kind of figure it out as to what what's going to happen with that mobile quarterback. But man, I'm watching that Saints game yesterday, and I guess my my number one takeaway of it all, you know, it's our question of the day. It's you know, I, I, you found a way to win, man. You know, you found a way to win. 
Coach. Of course, you can comment on our Twitter page, ESPN Radio NOLA. That's ESPN Radio NOLA. Or you can call on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line, 800-998-1003. The Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. You guys have been blowing the phone line up today. Uh, thank you for that. I mean, it's, I mean, of course, it's Victory Monday. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you're going to want to call in after that. For me, uh, if you look at the Saints game, I would give my game ball to Jameis Winston in the second half because second half was when the offense really caught fire, came alive, and they actually gave him time to throw the ball, where if, who would have a seat next to coach? The entire offensive line. Yeah. Put right. the whole O-line right there next to coach because part of the reason why the offense couldn't get off of the blocks in the first half is because he was being given no time to throw. I mean, literally no time. There were guys coming from the second level of the defense that were blowing right through the line and all in his face immediately before he could even go through his reads. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's hard to try to get going if you're not being given time to get going. But they found a way to win. And, uh, you know, kudos them. And pat on the back, I would go with the receiving core. Uh, just the way that they were able to, you know, get open – uh, find uh, help Jameis Winston to find them. Uh, Michael Thomas with two touchdowns, of course, man, just doing his thing and he's back. Can't guard Michael's back. You can't be mad at that. I think one of the things that also stood out to me, um, I, I guess, is is it personnel? Is it game plan? Is it design? You know, I mean, look. I, you can help with protection and calls, but, I mean, Nick, there was one blitz right up the middle that, you know, the Fox cameras showed where literally, I don't know what Ruiz and them were doing. They, they looked the other way, and there's two black jerseys coming right up the middle for James Winston, and the guy had even started his drop back. I mean, like, that's an, that no one can play quarterback, you know, if that's the case for that. So, it's just, it's dumbfounding, man. Um that, that you saw that now, Jameis kind of hinted at it at the end of the game that they were they were bringing pressures unexpectedly from errors that they didn't think there were and where they thought they were, they weren't. So I guess call it, you know, a wrinkle, but my goodness, was that a wrinkle? I mean, it, it was nuts. And then, you know, Taysom Hill worked so well early, and then I don't know if he got hurt or not. I know there was a shot where they showed him kind of flexing his foot, and you only I don't re- really remember seeing him again on that two-point play where he was in the huddle, it went to Ingram, but I'm a little, I'm a little worried about when it comes on Wednesday because you saw Nick when he's healthy. I mean, the dude had a 57-yard run, but if you notice after that, he really was nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, two two things. One, you give credit where credit is due to Atlanta on both sides of the ball. Mariota really did his thing. Cordell Patterson. Uh, did well, and of course the defense played really well too. And if, with it being at home, mm-hmm. first game of the season, a rivalry game against a bitter rival, division rival. I mean, of course you're gonna come to play that first game of the season. Uh, but the injury part bothers me, and that's not just with the New Orleans Saints, but that's around the league. You see these guys going down to injuries. You know, you saw last night with Dak Prescott. Uh, he's gonna need surgery, and he's gonna be out several weeks. So you have, like, prominent people 
who are getting injured like first game of the season and that can really affect your team and the trajectory of what they were supposed to do this season or, you know, your chances of really getting a good start Mm -hmm. so that towards the end of the season, you're not scrambling trying to get a playoff spot. So it's tough to see that kind of thing. And you hope that your guys are healthy and ready to go week two. So we'll see how that all plays out. But, you know, we see, we saw a couple of injuries uh, that just, are not good yeah. so <laughs> throughout we'll the league this weekend. So, But we will see. Yeah, no doubt, including Dak Prescott out six to eight weeks as he's going to have surgery on that thumb, I think, today. We'll talk a little bit more about that, Nick, when we talk to you again at 145. The, the weekend in college was nuts as well. Bama almost losing. Maybe they should have upsets everywhere. Notre Dame has lost their starting quarterback to an injury. We'll get into all of that and more. Thank you, Professor. No problem, sir. All right, we'll come back. Your phone calls, 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Our one's in the books. Our two is next on ESPN New Orleans. 